Hello, friend. Thank you so much for being a part of the broadcast today. You're listening to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm evangelist Micah McCurry, and I have two treats for you today. First of all, I'm going to read a testimony, a salvation testimony from all the way back in 1993. Feels like so long ago, doesn't it? Maybe not for some of us, but 1993, Miss Bridget in New Jersey tells us how she accepted Christ as a result of a gospel track whose name you might have heard before. It's called The New Birth. But here's what Miss Bridget had to say. We asked her, how did you come to know the Lord? And she said, she starts the letter with, I don't mind telling you. I work as a waitress in a restaurant. And I have, I've read the Bible sometimes. And I prayed, but really it was just reciting Our Father which art in heaven. You know, the Lord's Prayer. But I knew something was missing. I feel like I'd been looking for God, but I couldn't seem to find him. I went to the local Roman Catholic church where my family and I are registered as members, but still felt like God was not with me there. Well, another waitress received a copy of The New Birth and just scoffed and mocked at it, hung it up in the kitchen of the restaurant on a board there. I picked it up. And I read it. I read it over and over and over again while I worked that evening. Every chance I could. I came home that evening and put on a Christian television station as well. They both told me to read the book of John in the Bible. Prior to that, I only seemed to have read the Old Testament. I And recited the prayer that was on the back of the new birth. I got on my knees and I begged the Lord Jesus for help. I asked him to help me receive him and to take control of my life and save me. And now I feel his help. Then I wrote on the back of the Bible track there and sent it off to you. And you have now corresponded with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She goes on to say that I have begun to attend a the church that you recommended, and I have questions, and she goes into asking how she can witness to her husband, who's an unsaved man, doesn't know Christ. She asks how she can raise her two boys in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, Bridget does here. She says at the end, thank you so much for that gospel track, The New Birth. Bridget from New Jersey. What a joy to hear how God has changed lives as a result of this ministry in years past and in the present. We've had dozens and dozens of prisoners get saved. We have weekly gospel tracts come in that people have let us know they've gotten saved as a result of those gospel tracts. I have a question for you. Do you use gospel tracts? I hope you do. I have another question for you. Are you going to heaven God's way. Dr. Paul Levine, now he's the founder of not only this radio broadcast, but Bible Tracks Incorporated. And if you're interested in getting some of our gospel tracks for free, we've been putting them out that way for over 80 years. You can get them for free by going to BibleTracksInc.org. But if you don't know for sure that you're going to heaven God's way, will you listen to this broadcast today? He admonishes you, Dr. Paul does, to make sure of the way that you are going to heaven. Make sure that it's God's way and his alone. We cannot and we should not even try to save ourselves. 
Will you listen as Dr. Paul preaches to us? Now, if you ever go to heaven, you're going to go there on the basis that God gives you heaven as a gift. See? And so quit trying to earn your way to heaven by being good. You can't make it that way anyhow. It, listen, no matter how good you are, no matter how religious you are, you'll never get to heaven that way. Even if you're the best person in the world, morally, and the best person in the world, religiously, you still die in your sins and be lost if you try to get to heaven by being good or by being religious. Let me ask you a question. Look, if you go to heaven by being religious, how religious do you have to be? You don't really know, do you? Okay, then you can never know for sure he's going to heaven. You'd never get the noun hope. You just have that verb hope and you'd just be hoping all the time. Let me ask you another question. If you have to be morally good to go to heaven, how good do you have to be? And about the only good answer you could give to that would be, I guess it would have to be perfect. And you know you're not perfect. If you don't, your husband knows it. Your husband, your wife knows it. Your kids know it. Your parents know it. The ones who know you the best know you're not perfect. And you know it too. So, if you're going to go to heaven on the basis of being righteous or moral, then how good do you have to be? You have to be perfect. You're not perfect. So what chance do you have of going to heaven? See? You don't have any chance of going to heaven if you're going to go there by being good, and you don't have any chance of going to heaven by being there religious, so why don't you just go to heaven God's way? You say, what's that? All right, I'm glad you asked. I'll be glad to help you on this. All right, look, number one, admit you're a sinner. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. Well, you say, I'm not a big sinner. No, you don't have to be a big sinner to go to hell. You don't have to be a murderer, and you don't have to uh, be an adulterer. No, but um, the Bible says all have sinned. It took one sin to drive Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden. Only one. And it'll only take one sin to keep you out of heaven. Just one. Have you got one sin on your record? Then you're in a bad fix. God's not going to take you to heaven with one sin on your record. So admit you're a sinner, like the Bible says. Then believe that the wages, the penalty of sin is death. All right. Then believe that Jesus Christ bore your death on the cross. Did you know Jesus Christ went to the cross for you, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree? Christ also suffered uh, for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Believe that he died in your place, bearing your sins on the cross. And then he rose again. Now, now look, Jesus Christ bore your sins, took your death upon himself. Now he's alive. Now what are you supposed to do? Admit you're a sinner and trust in him to save you. And then God will give you salvation and give you forgiveness and someday give you heaven. All right. Now then, that's the way you get saved. Okay, now what kind of a hope do you have tonight? Do you have the non-hope? You say, bless God, Brother Paul, one day I accepted Jesus Christ. I know I'm saved because he says so. And I have the certain assurance of heaven. I have the non-hope. Or are you still hoping to make it somehow? I've got news for you. If you're trying to get there by hoping to get there, you're not going to get there at all. Okay, now, I hope you understand what we're trying to say. One day, there was a radio announcer went out on the street corners of Des Moines, Iowa to stop as many people as he could stop as they walked by and ask them two questions. A preacher friend of mine happened to be tuned in and he heard this broadcast. He heard him stop 11 people and ask them two questions. Question number one, sir, when you die, do you expect to go to heaven or lady, whatever it is? You expect to go to heaven when you die? And all 11 of them said yes. And then when the radio announcer said, now, on what basis, now follow me carefully here, on what basis do you believe that when you die you're going to go to heaven? You know what? 
All 11 of them had the wrong answer. All 11 of them. There wasn't any of them saved. They all thought they were. 11 people thought they were going to heaven. 11 people were not going to heaven. You say, how do you know? Because they had the wrong answer. Every one of them was trying to get to heaven by being good or by being religious. And one by one as they came by, the preacher told me who heard the broadcast, when you die, you expect to go to heaven? Yes. How do you know? Oh, I've been good all my life. I pay my bills. I'm a good husband. I'm a good wife. I'm a good parent. I go to church. I've joined church. I've been baptized. I'm a deacon. I'm doing the best I can. I'm sincere. I'm moral. See? And every one of them thought that by being moral and sincere and religious, they were going to go to heaven. They didn't have the right answer at all. Now, what would your answer be? Supposing you were walking down the street and a radio announcer stopped you and said, Lady or mister, when you die, do you expect to go to heaven? And you'd say yes. Then he'd say, on what basis do you believe that? How do you know you're going to heaven when you die? Then what would you say? What would be your answer then? Now look, if you come up with the wrong answer, then it shows that you're not really trusting Jesus Christ as Savior and you're not saved at all. So you better be sure you got the answer straight. Because God's not impressed at all with just church membership and religion. You're going to have to get saved God's way or not at all. See? Now this is very important. And that's why the Bible says be ready to give an answer. All right, now supposing, supposing this uh, radio announcer were to stop you and ask you if you were saved. There's only three answers you could give. You would either say, I know I'm lost. I'm lost, and I know it. Yes, I know I'm lost. I know I'm a sinner. The Bible says I'm a sinner, and I know it. My conscience says so. My memory says so. And I know I'm a sinner, and I'm lost. And if I died right now, I'd lose my soul forever in hell, and I'm lost, and I know it. Well, now, that's one answer. And my friend, if you are lost, it's a good thing you know it. God can't save people who don't know they're lost. See, the Lord said it's only sick people that need a physician. And it's a good thing if you're lost, it's a good thing you know it. Isn't that right, Brother Kelly? Yes, sir. Okay, that's one answer. Now, what's the answer? What's another answer? Another answer would be, are you saved? Are you going to heaven to die? Yes. How do you know? Well, I'm not sure. I'm just not, I'm not really sure, but. How, how I know I'm going to go to heaven. I really don't know if I'm going to go to heaven or not. I'm lost and I know it. Or you say, I don't know whether I'm saved or not. I just don't know. Now, if you're in that fix tonight, don't be embarrassed about that. You can get that fixed in the next few minutes. I'm not going to preach very long. And uh, we're going to give you an invitation to let us take a Bible and show you how to accept Christ and go out of this building tonight saying, bless God, now I know for sure I'm going to heaven when I die. And you won't go out of here with a verb hope, hoping to get to heaven. You'll go out of here with a non-hope, with a positive assurance of heaven someday. Man, that's good news, Pastor. You know, we're used to it, see. But a lot of these folks, a lot of folks up and down the street, don't, they don't know that you can know for sure you're going to heaven. So then what's the third answer? One answer is, I'm lost and I know it. The other answer is, I don't know whether I'm saved or not. The third answer is, bless God, I'm saved and I know it. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven and I know it. Paul said, I know whom I have believed. Realize, our dear listener, that the message that you just heard a snippet from that will go further in depth into tomorrow and Friday of this week of broadcasts is a message from 1975 preached at the great Franklin Road Baptist Church of many years ago. But realize that everything that Dr. Paul Levine said is still true today. 
If you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'd love for you to contact me. Now, tomorrow on the broadcast, I'll be completely honest with you, it is a tearjerker. Dr. Paul gives us an illustration, a true story that absolutely caused my eyes to well up. I hope you'll join me in listening. But if you would, I'd like you to think for yourself. Do I know Christ? If you don't, I'm going to give you my text number very slowly one time. I'd like you to text me. I'd love to communicate with you. Here it is. My text number is as follows. 309 3 one six seven two four zero contact me if you would god bless have a great day for his glory thank you for joining us today for bible tract echoes a ministry of bible tracks incorporated if you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks you can contact us by calling 309-828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.